You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately, and I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before, and we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right. 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Welcome to OKSIS. We are two cultural observers and curious minds who happen to be related. I'm Scout. And I'm Maddie. Get ready for some serious sororal energy as we chat about and con- Hello, happy Monday. Welcome back to the sisterhood. T-G-I-M, am I right? T-G-I-M, girlfriend. Winter is here. Okay, enough with the Game of Thrones. I'm not caught up. I need more time. <gasps> oh, there's no more time because winter is here. I don't understand. Like the first two episodes, the amount of time they said winter is coming, it got to a point where winter. I was like, doesn't winter come every year? No, so winter comes... Um, it it just like it's not a seasonal thing. Oh, okay, that makes like a lot more sense. Yeah, yeah, I don't really because I was like I don't get it. Like, doesn't it come every year? Like, it's not that big of a deal. No, 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 no. It's here. It's here. It's okay. here. It is here. It's in full force and it's ready. Um, this is going to be coming out after Sunday night's episode, but um, I am so excited. Yeah, because this is a big ass episode. Well, so we're ready. I need to. I'm still on season one, so. Oh, you got a um, you got a journey ahead of you. I have a journey ahead of me. It's fun. I'm, I'm watching it with my husband. It's a little bonding. That's cute, right? Um, I watched if, it alone in my room. Yeah, there's something <laughs> extremely sad about your story. <laughs> um, for those of you that are new, I'm Scout. Oh, I'm Maddie, and we are sisters. I was going to say RL, but I'm not going to say it. Well, you just said it. So. Yeah, I know. Um, we are sisters, though. So any sisters out there, holler. And if okay. you're not a sister, like a biological sister, then just like don't listen. I'm no, joking. my God. No, we're all part of the sisterhood. <laughs> you're joking. being a little bitch. You, we can be your adoptive sisters. Um, yeah, we have so it'll many. Be, it'll we, be quite a time. We have so many adopted sisters. What? Like people <laughs> who are like, I'm one of the sisters. Yeah. Also, we should just preface that Maddie is extremely sick. Extremely. So sorry for the congestion that on is going the on in the bed. Also, congestion like during the this episode. Too. Yeah, so she just was like, really sick when we recorded it. Just like I'm gonna feel, I'm gonna be like Phoebe Buffay. Mustachios. I have no idea like, what you're talking oh, about because you don't watch Friends. God damn, you don't watch Game of Thrones. You don't watch Friends. No, I watch Game of Thrones. Okay. I'm just <laughs> not caught up to Game of Thrones, but I watch you Game of Thrones. Wait, if you're on a- season one, you can't say you watch Game Why? of Thrones. Why am I like episode six? No, you know you gotta. Okay. I- Anyways. Um, Can we do the word of the week real quick? No, 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 because I have a lot more things to say. Okay. What are our thoughts on our our main our main girl our main bad bitch, T Swift? Oh my god, no! This song is terrible. This song is utter trash. It's literal garbage. It is is such true garbage. It sounds like they they typed in a bunch of keywords and it went through like a pop synthesizer and then this like algorithm exactly. came out and it what's it called me me exclamation me. point so it's so horrible. i i have a lot of thoughts around this because i am a true taylor swift hater 
Yeah, so am I. Um, so which which is like apologize. We shouldn't, we shouldn't be like hating on her, but like, but it's like a true. But I really okay. Well, that's really strong. <laughs> I am. Ju- I'm just. I've never been a Taylor Swift fan. So that being said, the Reputation album is one of the best albums in the entire world. Okay. So I disagree. Wholeheartedly. So <laughs> so I like love that album so much, and I think I love it because it's so different from anything she's ever done before and now she's bounced back to her poppiness to her poppiness and so i'm done you know what i mean and you know what i don't like about the whole taylor swift culture there's a whole culture around her and the the fan base is so ingrained and so rooted they everything that she every every instagram post any everything that she gives any content they scrutinize and look for clues and look and like just be like oh there's four palm trees so it's gonna come out on four like it's wild the theories and okay so there so i was listening to some podcasts who are like our taylor swift fans and they were like there's this theory and it's blue and pink on her instagram feed so now she's gonna have a, a baby announcement and also people are thinking that since she said this one lyric that she's gay and it's a coming out thing and it's all gonna happen on friday okay, well that look, is just look. too much to and handle. this is the thing None of it happened. It was very. The, what happened was she a was, shitty song and a shitty music video, and that was it. Which she just very surface based. So why are people? Why I don't understand. Has she ever done something where it's a huge reveal? No, she's so never why done are people like scrutinizing that. over all these clues when there has never been like it's Beyonce? Not Beyonce. I was gonna say exactly. it's not Beyonce. People think she is at level of Beyonce. No, no and I just le- no one is cannot. at level. Of, no one is at level Beyonce. I just oh, I. They. Okay, well, thank enough you for that rant. The, enough with the Taylor Swift stands. Okay, and if enough. you are a Taylor Swift stand, sorry about that. Yeah, um, we still love you, and we hope you love us too. Although after Maddie's rant, I'm not so sure <laughs> because that was pretty. Um, it was said with quite vigor. Yeah, yeah, I was uh, vigorous about it. Yeah. So guess what I did this morning? <gasps> work out? No. Oh. <laughs> um. Like God forbid, I work out. Um. God forbid. It's also schwitzy as fuck in here. I know it's because whenever we run the laundry, it gets so humid. Why don't you here. put on the air, air conditioning? I don't know. We'll do that. After oh, the we air, the AC. My apartment is at a, a at a um homeostasis of sixty eight degrees. Yeah, that's it. Does great. not fluctuate. Well, okay, but I hate paying the electricity bill. Like I hate it. it nothing brings me more oh, so anger. It's not that much. Oh, ours gets to be so much oh yeah that's that's rough like three hundred dollars oh no 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 so i don't turn that shit on oh no 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 okay no. let me tell you about what i did oh, this morning sorry sorry so i went to something called a spiritual service no okay. oh my god it was you know what though oh um, my god you don't even let me finish sorry. i'm just trying to relate to you so i don't like bash on you every time you talk about spirituality i like kind of I, I feel a little like game of thrones like little like you know otherworldly etherealism okay, kind okay, of thing when you talk God. about spiritual. so i'm just gonna like put my mind in game of thrones okay, okay go. thank you so um what it was was the first hour this incredible woman led it she's so strong and intuitive and powerful and she really captivated there's a meditation what is it i'm i'm, I'm getting there oh jesus sorry so we meditated for the first hour, and that's, like, the longest I've ever meditated in my entire life. Like, I have, a, wow. I struggle getting to 10 minutes. So the fact that I... Have you been to a meditation class? No, I've never been oh, to a meditation class. okay. Those are so great. So for the first... Yeah, see, it's... You're, you, you think okay, you're so you far away from spirituality, but, you but you're not. I know, but you can't preface it as, I went to a spiritual... You went to a meditation class. No, and then after the hour of meditation... Uh, the leader of the meditation has six women. She's a spiritual teacher. So she has six women who are studying under her and they all stood up in the front and um, you got into a line and they did like Reiki blessings on you. Um, And so I got a Reiki blessing, which was like, I literally was crying in the middle of it. And um, I left, like my legs were buzzing. I felt so freaking good that it almost, to be honest, like scared me a little bit because I was like, am I walking down this spiritual path and how far am I going to take it and where am I going to take it? Because it's it's like spiritual awakening is a really heavy thing. It's like people think it's like this light thing. No, it's really heavy because it requires a lot of inner deep self-work, which kind of brings all this shit to the surface first. So I'm kind of going through this purge almost, and it's like, I don't know, I'm like getting hot just thinking about it. I'm like fanning myself. Well, it's very hot in here. It's 75 degrees. I just looked yeah. at the temperature. Yeah. Um, yeah, you lost me at Reiki Blessing. Um, 
just not not I just don't understand how someone's hand almost touching you can make you have a spiritual awakening. So maybe you can just say that so like I'm very clearly an empath. So I feel other people's energies like to the tenth degree. So I can feel when people are transferring energy over to me. So when I go into a Reiki massage, but and why does that they don't even touch me and my body is completely buzzing for an hour. Ugh. And like chakras start spinning and like what energy do you mean chakra starts spinning? What are you talking about? Just like it, you're visualizing a chakra spinning? No, like your energy center is opened up. Okay, but like what does that mean your chakras are spinning? It's just the the term when the energy okay, center but like, opens up. How do you know that that's happening? Because I feel like a like a collection of energy buzzing in that area like this, like spinning. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, it's happened to me twice and it's like the most euphoric feeling in the world. Hmm. Okay. Well, I know you want to move yeah. on from this, but no, this is I'm what not I, sure. this is what I, oh, I'm also, sure. um, San Diego people, I'm speaking on a mental health panel on May 16th at Saffron and Sage. Ooh, you and love that place. I know it's my like home away from home. Um, I don't have details as to if the event's going to cost money or if we have to RSVP. So I'll leave that on the next episode's, um, okay. details, or you can just DM me and I can give you the details, but I'm super excited. Um, Kristen's putting it together. She's the founder of Saffron and Sage and I will be speaking, so come listen to me. That's so cute. I can't be there. I know. That's I'm okay. I'm going to Scottsdale. I know, but are you proud of me? I'm very proud of you. I did nice. not know this until this exact moment. I know. Sorry, I never told you. This is exciting. Um, okay, I have a couple other things I would like to run by you. Okay. One, Billie Eilish. Thoughts? Um, I've listened to that one song by her. Mm-hmm. And I what is what do you know of the title? No, I don't remember the title. Oh great. Okay. Um but it was on the radio a bunch. Okay. Um and I'm I'm missing something. I'm uh, I'm certainly and obviously missing something. I have no opinion yet. I am I get very scared. Why are you scared? When I listen to her music. Yeah. I, I can see that. I feel anxiety. I'm I feel like right I'm now. in a gothic little like screamo like I don't even know how to describe it see but like I'm a little goth which I think is why you'll like it like I, her. The, the first but time what I heard it what, I liked it but what I'm confused by is the level of fame she has reached with she's this not, type because she's music. not very mainstream she's ex- I mean she's extremely talented I, I there's no denying that I am just very confused how people can listen to this music and feel good. I feel pain and suffering. Okay, but then that begs the question, does music need to make you feel good or does it just need to make you feel? It literally, I guess, I mean, I guess, I don't know. Like, there's this one song I like. um, I've only heard, like, her main single, so I can't, like, super I don't even know what the main single is, because all of them just sound like like sadness and scare and, like, fear. They sound like fear. If you bottled up fear to a Spotify song, that is what Billie Eilish is. Well, maybe there's a lot of fearful people. But she's rad as fuck, though. Her herself. I just looked at her her outfits, and then um, she's like from Silver Lake. Like, who's from Silver Lake? You know what I mean? That's a good point. And um, she met Justin Bieber for the first. She's obsessed with Justin Bieber, which is like very off brand for her. Very off brand. um, She's like legit, like the biggest believer, and it's so funny. And she met him for the first time at Coachella, and. uh there's a video of her meeting him and he, she's like and she's like having a full-on meltdown it's so cute Aww. she's like just a little teenager she's 17 year old believer but she's like she's 17 years old yeah. wow the only song i really like is ocean eyes she wrote that apparently when she was 13 which is just incredible um but i've only heard her songs in remixes that i like so i'm like scared to listen to the original because i feel like i won't like it i'm, gonna, I'm gonna listen to her music and I'm it's like a back. horror movie I'm g- like, okay well I, I don't like horror movies I f- okay listen to it and, and tell me and let me know if you feel like you're in a horror movie okay we'll talk about it on the next pod great yeah okay. report back report back i'll report back what's your oh, next thing one last thing so i moved yesterday Woohoo! which um if anyone i think moving is probably the worst activity you could possibly do. I can think of a few other really bad I think activities. Anal is probably worse. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you just said that. That's a good just one. Kidding. I've never tried anal and never will. Okay. Um, but I can imagine that it's worse. 
a worse feeling than moving because yeah. moving getting it, fucked up the ass is worse than moving yeah especially when it's like you're constipated it's just not a good mix no that you is know? that is not a good mix yeah. at all and that's my like perma state so I hear you. that's probably I hear just you. Not, it's not on the cards for me but um moving i just get the most anxious i am just sweating profusely for weeks before and then it just happens, and it happens. You know what I mean? Like, it just, you do See, it. Okay. And it f- you figure so it out. I you pay a lot of money, because I paid movers. I paid task rabbits. I was like, just do everything for me. Oh, so I am really good at moving. What? I'm really good at packing up. I have packed up our apartment twice by myself. I know. I remember. By myself. I remember you were just like, oh, I just moved. I'm like, what? Yeah. You so wouldn't be, you would be hearing from me for, like, five years about if I had to no, move. No, so I, one time we moved literally within, like, one day. We, we lit, like, on Tuesday, we broke the lease on friday we were out of there holy shit and i did everything that move but the, what i'm not good at is unpacking? putting uh, unpacking. Uh, unpacking that's same. where so i because i go so hard on the packing and oh, the moving okay. that, that by the time i get to the new place i'm like done okay so the good thing about what we did was um we moved to a building right next door which is so, so easy so literally we just walked everything over and also the movers have wardrobes so they just put all the hangers on this box moved it over and put it in our closet so we didn't even have to pack our clothes or anything it oh, was insane that's amazing yeah so it was it was super easy i mean it wasn't easy it took a whole day but it was you know it was what it is i was surprised that your room was already set up i know because we got a task rabbit like that day what's task rabbit oh what task no, rabbit. i've never heard of this what oh my god so task rabbit is you can just have a handyman come on demand and mount a TV for you or hang a thing or plunge well, or whatever. I have a husband, so. He can mount a TV? Yeah, he's mounted both of our TVs. Wow. No, this guy was like have so Have you seen efficient. our entertainment room in yeah, there? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, said all that shit up. Yeah, assemble furniture. Like, they could do all that for Oh, you. I don't want to assemble furniture. I hate assembling yeah, furniture. Yeah, you can get a task rabbit. They come. Oh, that's it's pretty great. cool. Um, anyways, so I moved and as a move in present of my, oh, also there's a rooftop, which I just like, I can't stop telling people about it because I, this is like a very fun fact about me. I'm obsessed with rooftops. Have you seen our rooftop? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. We, we took photos up there for okay. Sis, oh yeah, it? that's right. Rooftops are my weakness. I, I know. love them. I, if any excuse to be on a rooftop, I will go every new city. I have to go to a rooftop. I'm going to Chicago tomorrow. I found a rooftop. It's going to be raining. Doesn't matter. I'm we went, be on we that went to a rooftop for New Year's Eve in Berlin. Rooftops are my jam. Every city I go to, I have to find a rooftop. And I have well, to I really like that one bar sunset. that you go to, EP and LP. Is yes. that what it's called? So, fun fact, our rooftop is literally the same view. Oh my it God. is the same height. It is all of the Hollywood Hills. It is out of control. I'm, I mean, I'm, ne- I'm literally going to live up there. It's amazing. This morning I went there with my coffee and I read and I was like in heaven. So... Anyways, so as a move in present for myself, I bought Aesop soap, hand soap. Okay. Like, I mean, lap of luxury. No, see, I think the luxury one is the one that you have currently. I put it on oh, my registry. Sabon, sabon, yeah, 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 yeah. They're so good. I mean, they're so good just because they look cute. They're so cute. I got them yeah. for our wedding, and but I mean, no one I'm not going to like. No, they did. So oh, bought which color? Uh, the pink one. The pink, Yeah, the pink one's great. So... I don't know. I was just kind of done with my gold pink aesthetic in my bathroom. So I moved to black hardwood type. Not hardwood. Okay. Iron. Hard. Metal work? Metal. There we go. Metal. Metal. Hard. Metal. No, black metal. Black metal. So um, I got like a little black metal case to put all my skincare and um, the Aesop. Very cool. It's hand soap. Good for you. So I look like an, oh my God, Ben walked into my my room yesterday. Ben's her boyfriend, by the way. I think. They should know this well, like oh, someone who if might. New. If you're new, oh, if you're new, welcome! Oh my god, <laughs> welcome to Maddie's life. I know this is my monologue. Um, oh my god, you and the monologues. <laughs> yeah, oh, he's some Sudafed. Okay, um, he walked in and uh, guess what he said? This is the best compliment. He says, "Oh my god, it looks like the Ace Hotel in here." Oh, oh my god, right? He knows the right things to I say. I literally was like. Ooh, you're getting the good love and no, Oh my god! Yeah, you probably <laughs> passed out before that could happen. You were probably like, "Nope." I was like, "Let's watch just Rami moved, and go to bed. Just moved. Yeah. No. 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 Oh my god! Literally, that was the best. I was. I was. It was like that was the best. Like check. 
Yeah, no, I hear you. Yeah. Anyways, so that's my monologue. Welcome to my one woman show. Okay, yeah. Can we like do the <laughs> can we like move this shit going? Let's go now. Okay. I think we how long have we been talking? Seventeen minutes. Oh this is my premium God. content. This is a premium. This is what intro. happens. This is what happens. So we haven't been podcasting lately, like a lot. Yeah, so then this we just is what happens. Oof, unload. We're, like, we're like purging on And you when guys. you guys hear like a five minute intro, it's probably because we're just like we hate each other. We hate we each talk. other, yeah. <laughs> okay, so but you're gonna love this word of the week. Okay. Moiety. And it means half. So you are my other moiety. Is it a noun? Yeah, it's a noun. Oh, that's sweet. Like, what are your other moiety? Sure. Okay. Well, that (laughs) wasn't super convincing, but I'll take it. Um, It's from Anglo French and late. Look at us with the French. Latin. Back with the French. And late Latin. There's I think everything is Latin. <laughs> <laughs> and some late Latin in there. Some late Latin in there. Little what's, touch. what's early Latin? I don't know. I haven't yeah, figured that to, out yet. Yeah, we need to really run Anyways, let's on. get into this episode because oh, she's yes. an angel from the heavens of beautiful skin. Allison McNamara. Um, guys, if you ever want to see like a glass face, yeah. just look her yeah. Instagram. Like, holy fuck, it's ridiculous. She is. She is an angel. I'm putting. What's the thing? I'm putting down what they're picking up or whatever. No, we never figured out which one was right. Oh yeah, we're yeah. really bad at things. Yeah. Um, she is just such an angel, and I. Okay, again, I apologize for my like stuffiness in this in this coming interview because I was so sick. Ooh, I was so sick. But you know what? As I said, content never sleeps. Content never sleeps. So no, she is incredible. She's been a host for she's for a TV so, host. She's a TV host, and then turned beauty entrepreneur. I know face oil queen, goddess, like face oil queen. She is the queen of oils. I cannot wait to try that retinol, dude. I think that's the way to go. You know why that's the way to go? Because, uh, and I this is why I'm sold on it. Retinol is super, super, super drying, and because it ha- is infused with her oil, it essentially kills two birds with one where it just gives you that hydration right yeah. after the retinol. So yeah. you're not you're you gonna because after retinol, you need to put something super, super hydrating. So I think on. I'm, I'm gonna get the retinol and I'm gonna start there. Yes, because I need retinol in my skincare routine. Yeah, girl, it's the you one thing missing. You need to be uh, increasing that cell turnover. Sorry, you're sorry. that collagen. Okay, I'm like taking it slow. I'm getting there. I'm yeah, getting, you're there. getting there. Don't worry. So I just had a realization that I'm turning 28 this year. Yeah, that's old. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm turning 25, which means I'm no longer in my early 20s. No, you're in your mid 20s. What? the fuck does when did that my mean? little baby sister I grow wait, up like oh my god i just you know how you always hear about like, your early 20s your early 20s like i feel like i didn't have any of that experience okay like, yes you did you got wasted off your ass every weekend for like i still years. do that i know so you're I good think, but what i'm saying is i don't think people i think people, i think people blame it on early 20s but it, it goes on until your 30s i'm not like that Although I've been drinking, yeah. Although you were I have wasted drinking last a lot of wine lately, I feel like you've said this on the podcast, and then you were saying you were gonna stop, and yeah, then it's no. kind of like ramped up. No, this week I barely drank. Yeah, well, this week I was sick, so there was no alcohol involved. Oh, very nice. Good job. I know that's what that's what I need—a sickness. Yeah, to stop you. <laughs> you're yeah. Cra- yeah, you're Anyways, crazy. Anyways, back to Allison. Oh, sweet you guys Allison. are gonna love this episode. You guys are gonna love it. She is. Truly an angel and um, a red-haired fox. Yeah, such a fox. Ooh, such a fox. Yeah, I, I love, love that. that. <laughs> Look at us. Okay, we sisters. Need, we need new nouns. We need adjectives, adjectives. Adjectives, not nouns. She's foxy. She's foxy. Okay, sisters, enjoy. Enjoy. Ever since having a baby, I've been extremely conscious about what I spend my money on and which products I use. And clothing is no different. I want my wardrobe to be sustainable, good quality, and timeless. You have to be talking about Whimsy and Row, right? Whimsy and Row is an LA grown, eco conscious brand born out of the love for cute, comfy, and classic styles. Every piece is made by women for women. Quality goods, local production, natural and organic fabrics. Yes, please give me all the linens. 
Just like OK Sister, Whimsy and Row is based on the idea that women are multidimensional. There's a balance of flirty feminine and minimal masculine in all of our wardrobes, and Whimsy and Row means exactly that. From special occasions to everyday effortless styles, their clothing is meant to mix and match and wear on repeat. I have been wearing their Kira pant in black linen probably three times a week. Sisters, if you've been listening to this podcast or following me on Instagram, you know that Whimsy and Rose Kira Pant in Black Linen is a sisterhood staple at this point. Founder Rachel Temko created the brand back in 2014 because she wanted to create an approachable and inclusive brand that cared for the people and the planet first. Get the full Whimsy experience IRL at their Venice location or shop online at whimsyandrow.com. Their store in Venice is so cute, I can attest. And if you're in LA, I highly recommend stopping by. They are always putting on these amazing community events. They just launched their spring summer collection and we will be living in it all summer long. Visit their website, whimsyandrow.com. That's W-H-I-M-S-Y-A-N-D-R-O-W.com and use code OKSISTER for 15% off. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie. Like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once. The white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless designs. So you can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Allison McNamara is a TV host, fashion and beauty digital influencer, and founder of clean, algae-infused beauty oil brand Mara. Mara is a natural, non-toxic line of algae-based face oils powered by the sea. Allison started her career at Pop Sugar, where she wrote, hosted, and produced the digital media giant's fashion and entertainment content for six years from working for companies like abc today show the fyi network and et online allison quickly became one of the most versatile and recognizable faces in the digital linear hosting space in 2016 she took her experience to refinery 29 where she created host and produced beauty beauty videos and developed marquee shows without further ado allison hi thanks for having me i like totally butchered that bio like what was happening with my addiction you with your addiction oh your addiction i was like i don't know girl um wow we have a hostess with the mostest we have a hostess with and your hair girl that's bright red so is this natural it's not okay no, I actually dyed it for a TV show years ago, and it stuck. Damn, yeah, what's it your natural so hair? It's like light brown, dark okay. blonde. Ooh, I Very like ashy, though, no red. But wow. I have like, this bright red hair it now. It fits so. you. Thank oh, you. It really does Love it. You. It's definitely like it's become my identity now. Yeah. No, <laughs> I feel like me. when you're a redhead, like it is it is your identity. It's totally. like part of who you are. I love it. Um I'm going to apologize if I sound very stuffy. I am full-blown sick right now, but content never sleeps. Content so. never sleeps. Ever. Here I am. Um, Look at you go. Let's do this. Round of okay, conversations. So I'm going to start. 
Okay. Okay, so I've sort of already done this one before, but this one is like a more in-depth version, and I'll explain. So I had a moment this week where I was like, you know what? I need to start taking better care of myself because I'm bipolar and I was having a really bad down and I was like, I can't do this shit anymore. I need to feel better. So I was like, what tools can I employ? I need to get every single tool in my toolbox. And I was like, you know what? I have a good collection of essential oils that I would use randomly. One, the um, balance blend was one of my current fixations one one, um, episode because I was using it a lot. But I wasn't using it like regularly or like throughout my day or whatever. And mm-hmm. so I just I decided to like really start using them like religiously. And I use wild orange in the morning and it provides antioxidants, uplifting to the mind and body and protects against seasonal and environmental threats. I put on balance throughout the day, which is a whole body sense of relaxation, helps ease anxious feelings, evokes feelings of tranquility and balance. And then I put patchouli oil, which you're really going to like this one, in my moisturizer in the morning and the evening. Because it reduces the appearance of wrinkles, blemishes, and skin perfections, and also balances <laughs> out your mood. Okay. This is a lot of science. Sorry. What are all these brands, though? You're uh, saying, doTERRA, like, names. doTERRA. Oh, doTERRA. So I use doTERRA essential oils, and I never, like, people swear by essential oils, and I've always been, like, but, like, really? And now I am a full-blown essential oils convert. I mean, we have the oil queen here, <laughs> so I know. this is like so a very fitting. fitting current fixation for Thank you. you. But it depends on how you're using them, because essential oils can be really irritating for the face. So I'm using them yes. topically on my wrist. On your wrist. It's totally fine And then I wrist. put a little bit on my upper lip so I can smell it. Yeah, that yeah, or like even like on the neck. On the neck, but a lot a of idea. times when a product is too much essential oil, then it can become really irritating. Ooh. But the ones you're using actually didn't like strike me as ones you okay, should be good. really worried about. Like lavender and rose mm. essential oil can be really irritating for the face. Interesting. Also, tea tree and tea tree, but that's also great for acne. Like it's good in for small acne, spots and yeah. like scalp issues. Right. Ooh, scalp. So issues. that's the one I have to get because I had it for a while and I was using it for acne, and then I don't know where it went, so I have to get that one again. It works really well. Yeah, tea tree oil. I had to dilute it though because I was putting like straight up tea tree oil on my skin and it was dr- it, like dried so it strong. so strong. You know, there's a brand called Biosance. Yeah. So it's Sephora. They have yeah. a new tea tree oil line. It's yes. really, really good, especially if you're looking for like an acne solution. They've got like a full line of yeah. tea tree oil products and they're really good. I've tried yeah. them all. We're acne uh, kids. The mask is We're good. acne kids over We're here. We're <laughs> acne <laughs> kids. Oh, you guys uh, look great. You know, yeah, you don't know that. Thank you. You're, you're <laughs> very, very you're kind. You're very kind. Um, okay, my current fixation. I'm so excited to oh talk about my this. God. Um, has everyone seen the Beyonce Netflix? No documentary of course you have not no oh I, I know my about god it. i know about guys. it guys okay you know about it i know about it amazing i've been watching game of thrones oh, oh. So, oh. Up that's oh. what i'm doing yeah. wait okay, girl wait. It's hold, on. Fucking, hold on hold on hold on commitment hold on we haven't talked about game of thrones on this podcast yet because this was gonna be my curving station but wait have you watched okay. it i had watched it with an x up to season three okay or four the red wedding and then oh yes okay you know i stopped watching it okay and now the, my in like my current relationship she's really into game of thrones so i'm now forced to like fully catch up again but i forget everything because it was so long ago so i got I'm season two okay it's a long extension. i'm on season one like episode five okay oh, so let me <laughs> let me let me back we're behind but let me backtrack so about two weeks ago, I so I had watched yes. the the um, episode one like five times. And I was like, why does everyone obsess with the show? It's fucking sucks. Like it's so slow. I don't know what's going on. Why is people obsessed with it? Two weeks ago, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna have a lot of FOMO when people are talking about the last season, and I want to you know be part of the conversation. So let me just like try to binge watch it in two weeks. Everyone told me I was insane. I finished the entire series. Stop. In you two. Need- Fucking week. Oh you need a God. life. You need a fucking I, life. People were I'm like, actually worried for you. No, right? it was. I literally was like, I'm both like very proud and very concerned for myself. Like, I this am concerned was, for your sanity. What was your was, average per episode a day? Episode it was like day. four a day. Oh, that's yeah. solid. It, it was. Like an hour change. It was. It was intense. I can only watch like one a day, and it was so like much con- half, like one and a half. Yeah, mostly, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> so much content. Like, anyways, so we could go into all Game of Thrones, but anyways, that, so but I had it watch- because we're very far behind. Yeah, yeah. So no, 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 we can't I know. Get into I can't. Anything. So it won't be relevant. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, anyways, I'm caught up, but um, so I hadn't watched the Beyonce Netflix show because I was binge watching Game of Thrones, but I watched it today, and so. 
Scout and I went to Coachella and saw her there. We like couldn't see anything. We were very far, so it's like you might as well. And have then said we went we to her. We went to her concert like two years ago. Okay. And we were also in the back fucking row. Yeah, so. <laughs> we like just really have never seen. We've Beyonce. never seen her? Beyonce. No, you can't see her. She's like a little speck. You can't see her. Yeah, yeah. It's so, nothing. anyways, this okay. So this documentary is about her Coachella performance from last year when she headlined, and it's more so about the the. Um, intention behind it so it was it's a big homage to black colleges mm-hmm. and the com- and the community and culture around black colleges and universities and um, it's just something you you've never seen uh, before in the in the media and she was like I have a platform and a chance to really expose this type of culture on a huge scale obviously and the just amount of grit that this woman has and the performative stamina to do this. They worked eight months to put together this performance. And it's just eight months. Eight months. She had just had twins. You see her when she's like 200 pounds right after (laughs) giving birth, doing the like starting to, you know, go on her uh, start uh, the rehearsals. And you just can't like we are not worthy. We're not worthy of this. Like she was like, I've pushed myself more than I've ever pushed myself in in my life. But this is this cause and this performance is more important than anything I will do. I was like, holy shit. Like, we were just like drunk watching her at Coachella. Like we were not worthy. No, we're never, no one is ever worried. worthy of Beyonce, but it was so yeah. cute. It was the Passover Seder last week. And my mother-in-law, she comes up to me and she's like, do you want to watch Bay?" And I was like, what do you mean? She wanted to put on the Beyonce Nef- the Netflix show? thing. Oh, that's cute. Because my mother-in-law is well, super I in mean, with it. Well, I mean, it's like two and a half hours long because they she actually shows the entire performance. So you see it. So and you see the incredible. entire thing. Yeah. Plus, because she performed for like, wasn't it like two hours? It was two hours, yeah. yeah. And then it's all the behind the scenes and you get to see the cast and how it they kind of made their own little like fraternity and sorority within themselves. And it was just remarkable. But nothing, okay, you nothing's me. better than Lemonade. Yeah, lemonade literally, is pretty good. Well, literally, nothing can be better than lemonade. Okay, like, but this is you a can. Yeah, it was so I good. understand, but this is a diff. This is completely different. This is a know, performance. Lemonade is an album. No, I know, but I'm. Just, it's just talking about Beyonce's like in general. Work. Yeah, but like work. Beyonce work. really like set the stage for Coachella, and then Ariana Grande comes out and like doesn't do anything. Okay, well she I'm not an Ariana Grande fan. Let's <laughs> yeah. just put I mean, it out there real quick. Voice, but like it was kind of a disappointing. She performance. has an amazing voice. I'll give her that. Literally, we're not Ariana Grande fans, but for some reason we talk about her on every single episode. Yeah, it's really annoying. It's me. because it's her PR team. They're God, so good. They're in our they heads. Must be. I'm just like walking down the street. I'm like, break up with your girlfriend. The like, worst song me. ever. Like, fuck me. Why am I saying that? It's, it's pretty bad. It's, it's bad. Terrible. It's really bad. Anyways, okay, but yes, everyone, please watch it. I, I, it won't disappoint. Like, what? Like, I'm sold. It's just. A, it's it. like watching. No, you the, have to watch it. It's like mandatory. It's man. It's a mandatory. Yeah. 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 Mandatory. Okay. Watch. Your turn. Me. Okay. Have you guys heard of dry brushing? Yes. yes. Okay, so I'm very into dry brushing. I got a new dry brush. Ooh. What is the brand? Copper in it by the Now Massage. You know the Now? It's right over here, Of actually. course we know the Now. You so sell your products at the Now. I do sell my products <laughs> at the Now, which is so fun. But I'm, and I'm a big fan of, like, getting massages there. Yes, but yes. they just sent me their brand new copper dry brush. So mm. it's got these copper ions, which are supposed to kind of balance out all of the negative ions in the air so it's supposed to like make mm. you less um i don't know just like having like an all over more like lymphatic drainage and just feeling better and honestly i was like okay maybe it's bs like is the copper really gonna do anything but the actual dry brush is a lot firmer so i've been doing it every day i've noticed less cellulite on my Ooh. ass already yeah i've been doing it for like i want to say two or three weeks wow do you do it before the shower before the shower got it every morning like wow. your whole like body right whole body so like you go from but and you just do like thigh. circular no in long sweeping motions up oh. to the heart long like, sweep okay yeah so like we're doing we're doing demonstrations here i was doing it wrong it. so if you start at the feet like long sweeping motions like up to the knee mm. and then you want to focus like where your lymphatic system is so like behind the knees and then like in the groin area armpits and then you go back in and like you can do circular motions mm. on the butt like the the areas you want to work on but i really think the copper has something to do with it it's a lot more firm mm. And it's just wonderful. So I've been, like, obsessed with this. I've been telling everyone. Wow. So I've been hearing about dry brushing for, like, two years now. And, so I, and I I don't know what's wrong with me because I want to get on that bandwagon so badly. And I've been in moments where I'm at a store and there's a dry brush. Bright. <laughs> Why can't I talk today? You're doing great. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. There's a dry brush in front of my face, and I don't buy it, and I don't know why. So maybe this is the push I need. You should buy it, and okay. I would suggest the now one, but it is a little bit more firm. So I feel like if you're just getting into dry mm. brushing, maybe start with like 
one that you can get on Amazon. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then Have build you up. been doing it before yeah. this one? Okay. So I've been doing dry brushing. Okay. So I've been doing it for probably about a year wow. consistently. Yeah. But this one, I think, like, upped the ante okay. on it. And I've been Got really it. into, like, lymphatic drainage in general. Oh, yeah. We love that lymphatic drainage Yeah. I feel here. like it's, like, all the talk, whether mm-hmm. it's, like, sweating it out or, like, I got wrapped up in, like, a burrito two weeks ago by this woman named Cynthia Marie Franco. It was a three-hour beauty moment where she like, wrapped me up in this, like, sauna like a human chipotle bag oh my and then, god like, this is what we did is it what you guys did you guys well, did the same thing well we went to we went to um like a uh like a sweat lodge a sweat lodge yeah it's it's similar okay they wrap like you up and like you watch netflix for an hour yeah but like there's no netflix she gives you a, a micro sculpting facial while oh you're doing god. it i feel like jenna dewan and like selma hayek do this like are her clients great but anyways so yeah i've been really into lymphatic drainage and then the dry brushing i feel like if you really start doing it Every day, I hang mine, like, in my bathroom. I have, like, a little, um, what do you call it? Like, a little cabinet mm-hmm. where you open it up. I hang the dry brush in there, like, Perfect. on, like, a little thing. And so, like, every day when I'm, like, in there putting in my contacts, I dry brush, and then I hop in the shower. That's a great tip. Yeah. It just has to, like, be there. Hot but tip. first, you have to buy it. First, I have to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's my, have to that's actually my first problem <laughs> is I have to buy yeah. the brush. But it's really great, so I highly suggest it. Okay, noticing a big difference Amazing. on my ass. On my because I need. Okay, <laughs> so I just like found a little bit of cellulite on my ass the other day. You I've just found yeah, a little bit. I've never, well, I've, I've never had, had cellulite. I've had cellulite since I was like thirteen. Same. I've never had cellulite, and I gained some weight, and now I have cellulite, and I'm like, what is happening to my life? It might not even be like weight gain, though. By the way, you don't. I didn't see you before, but you look great. Oh, thank um, you. But cellulite is also just like age, it's age genetics. Yeah. 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 Guys, it's wonderful getting older. Right. Let's embrace the <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm like not trying to embrace it. I'm trying to dry brush, <laughs> the shit with, dry brush it off. But Allison's <laughs> like, I'm not with you on that one. This yeah. copper shit better work on my ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk about you. I'm so excited. Yeah. Okay, so take us back to the beginning of your career at oh Pop Sugar. So talk to us, like. How did you get into the hosting space? Like, was that something that you wanted to do? Yeah, I always wanted to be a host. Like, when I was little, I thought I was going to be, like, Tom Brokaw. I don't even know if people know who he is anymore, but he was a news reporter. Oh, my God. And I always knew I wanted to, like, entertain people, but I wasn't sure, like, what shape that would take. And so when I was in college, I think I'm a little bit older than you guys. Um, when I was in college, like, that was the height of, like, E! News. And, like, I wanted to be Julia Rancic. now how old are you? I have to ask. I'm, like, 32. Okay, I'm 27. But, like, that was a solid amount of time yeah, because, yeah. honestly, by the time you guys were in college, you probably weren't watching E! News at night. Like, yeah, you had I Instagram. Know. Yeah. You know? So, but that was very piv- pivotal for my career. So, like, in college, I wanted to be Ryan Seacrest, but I graduated. It was the height of the recession. There were no jobs. Mm. Um, I got hired at Who, What, Where. At the time, it was, like, this Fabulous. tiny house on Flores. They did one piece of content a day. I was an intern there, and then they gave me my first hosting job, and wow. that ultimately led me to Pop Sugar, and my goal was television, but, like, I got so lucky I landed upon this, like, digital giant, and I got to grow with them, so, like, when I got the job, no one even really knew what Pop Sugar was. I'd go to red carpets and, you know, beg for interviews with people, and then, like, flash forward to the end of when I was there, like, people were begging us to interview them, so it was a really cool experience. Wow. It was That's awesome. so cool. What's, like, one of the main takeaways you saw from a company growing to that scale? Oh, my gosh. I mean, there's so many takeaways, honestly. Like, we scaled so fast that it went from being, like, four people in a garage to, like, 100 people in a professional studio in Culver City. I guess the takeaway was, like, what I wish I would have known myself is to be a little bit more flexible. Like, I had such autonomy when I started, but I also was so young. I didn't really know what I was doing, and I should have welcomed the the change from the people that they were hiring a little bit easier. Like I always pushed it back. I was like, I'm better than this. Like I know what I'm doing. Like I don't need a, a style director. I don't need a this. But like looking back, like I definitely needed a style director. That's a big learning lesson is knowing when to ask for help and knowing when you can delegate certain tasks exactly. to people. Um, I think we all, you know, want to look like we're superwoman and can do all of the things. Mm-hmm. But it's like, no, that just is a fast track to burnout and also just totally. like you're not going to get your best self if you don't have other people around you helping. And we've talked yeah. about delegation a lot on this podcast mm-hmm. about how it's a super smart move. If you have the means to delegate, like by all means, but it's so hard when you're like young, hungry yeah. and thirsty. Yeah, like, like, I can do it all. all. Yeah, I can you know, like all. I can do it all. Like I want to do it all. And like, that is helpful because you get to learn to do so many different things. Right. But you know, I wish I would have like maybe just like, pump the brakes a little bit because I did get burnt out and I actually don't host that much anymore. You know, I did a daily show every single day for seven years. Yeah. So I'd be up like 
writing stories at 6 a.m. and hair and makeup by 7, then shooting a live show by, like, 8. It was crazy. And then we'd also put up, like, um, content that wasn't the live show. So I'd be shooting, like, currently trendings, which were, like, our how-to videos and DIYs. Like, it was psychotic how much content we were putting out. Oh, wait, wait. Let's talk. I kind of want to talk about this for a second. The machine and the monster that is content. And how it is... I don't even know the right word, but it's such a gigantic force. And it the amount that is being pumped at us is astronomical. And you even said, like, who I wear, it was just one piece. And, now it's, and now it's probably like a hundred a day. It's a whole website, yeah. I mean, it was at called least. Who I Wear Daily at the time when I worked yeah. there. So it was like one email blast that you got. It was like the chicest thing at the time. It was like Kate Bosworth's outfit and then like broken oh. down. Oh my God, Kate Bosworth. Oh wow. man, she was like the style queen of like the 2000s. Totally. Yeah. But yeah, the content's crazy. But I think the content's so different now than when I was at Pop Sugar because I was there 2010 to 2016. And so 2010, there was like no Instagram right yeah so we were creating content totally different it was longer form it, it was like a lot of YouTube content which is still very similar but we were creating website content first which I feel like isn't the priority now it's Instagram content mobile content snapchat this you know so it was just a lot different then and I think that they slowed down they parred back their content too as I was you know as my time was up there and then I went to refinery 29 and I feel like their contents a lot more streamlined and like very thoughtful but you're right. Like you go on Instagram and like they say you get three seconds per image before someone scrolls past. It's like so mm. depressing. Yeah, that's a crazy stat. I yeah, know, but it's just so weird. And we talked about this also. It's like, yeah, everything is so fast and snippet. But if you look at the way podcasts have taken off and this just type of media, so interesting, right? So opposite. It's it just is. Like, it just proves that people want to go back to that more long form human connection, and it's just. Yeah. It's so fascinating to me. It's, it's it, There's nothing in the middle, too. It's either a podcast or, like, these fast give me and everything in one second. Yeah, it's, like, 60 minutes or, like, five seconds. Exactly. It's crazy. Refinery29, although, so I started, I was a founder for a digital media, a women's media site. And so I did a whole competitive landscape on, like, all these digital media sites. And I have to say, Refinery29, they have a system and a very calculated way that they produce content that just works. Really yeah. Well, and the women there are so smart. I worked for a woman named Christine Barbaric, and like I think she's mm. one of the smartest writers like on this planet, and like such a visionary. And like all the women that I got to work with there were like some of the smartest people I've yeah. ever gotten a chance to work with. So yeah, they like know what they're doing. They and, know what they're and doing. And like everything they do goes through a feed of people where like the best copywriter creates the title. Like they just have it down. Like mm-hmm. their emails are so good too. Their so emails, are, they're like the only emails I open, <laughs> except for the Mara ones. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, oh, wait, great transition. Yeah, great transition. How did you get into beauty? So my family was in skincare, and I always knew I wanted to create something. I just wasn't sure what. And, like, the plan originally was to, like, become a host and have a platform and then create, like, a beauty line. But then when my hosting career, I felt like, was kind of plateauing, I had gone from a bunch of the digital big giants and no one was watching TV. I had a TV show, two TV shows, both ended up getting canceled eventually. It's like, what do I want to do? Blogging never really resonated with me, but obviously I do Instagram um, and I love sharing things, but having like a physical blog was never something that really spoke to me. So this was like 2015, kind of like on the decline of, of everything. And I'm like, I want to create a beauty brand. Like I've always wanted to do this. Let's do it. So was on a trip in Turkey and I knew I wanted to create something around the ocean because I grew up in Palos Verdes here in California, like oh, on the water. Nice. And I knew I, w- I wanted to be clean because I'm very into clean beauty. And uh, I was on the Sea of Marmara in Turkey. And the name Mara, I was like, that would be the perfect name. There's no way it's available. Um, my dad, who's like very good with like legal stuff, checked. And he's like, actually, you can get Mara. Wow. And Ma- Mara is also the last four letters of our last name. Yeah. And it means sea in Gaelic. My dad's, we're all Irish citizens. So there was a whole story. And I'm like, if I don't do this, like now I'm never going to have the opportunity again. Because my my schedule was really flexible too. Mm -hmm. Because when you you host for a while, you end up becoming talent. I say that in like quotes because I hate that word. Mm -hmm. I think everyone's got talent. Um, That's a show, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, But, you know, you end up having a much more flexible schedule and you get to work for yourself. So I had this time to like create a brand. And so that's like what I did. But why beauty? specifically well, because my family has always been in beauty and I'm so uh. passionate about ingredients like I grew up like knowing what benzoyl peroxide was and salicylic acid was like 
at sleepovers. Like I'd bring masks <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, and I grew up. That's on, so cute. Yeah, like I w- and I've always been obsessed with skincare, and that was always like my beat. Like even when I was at Pop Sugar, even though I reported on mainly fashion and entertainment, like I was always giving skincare advice. And I know I know a shit ton about skincare, and like even more so now through this process. Like I own the formulas to our products, so I know everything that goes inside. I know every supplier that we use. So it w- it became like this passion project and. Oils have always been my thing, too, and I hadn't found one that I liked. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, let's create a killer oil that's unlike anything else out there. We have a totally unique ingredient profile, so moringa, baobab, kalahari, melon. Usually you probably hear, like, marula, argan, jojoba. Mm -hmm. We don't use any of those. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I wanted to create something that was just totally unique. Okay, Are there oils that are not clean? Yeah. Okay. You'd be surprised because a lot of oils, like, a lot of serums, too, anything that has water in it has a preservative most likely, or some sort of, like, dirty preservative system. Unless you're shopping at, like, clean beauty stores, like Credo Beauty, Detox Market, Mm -hmm. Goop, those types. Um, But, yeah, there are a lot of face oils. Like, I don't want to drop names, per se, but, like, a lot of main massive brands, like, that you can buy at a Sephora or, like, at a CVS, like, a lot of the non-clean brands, yeah, their oils are full of shit. Okay, I have a question, and this is probably a really dumb question, but I'm kind of just been getting into skincare this year, so I'm... You I have great skin too. Oh like that's no. unfair. No, Look how I shiny don't. it's like in the good way. It's Thank like you. Glowing. But I'm breaking out a little bit. It's been a problem this year. But anyways, I'm getting into it. I'm you know, whatever. So can you talk about the benefits of a face oil and why oh one should use one? How much time do we have? I mean, like I don't use a cream moisturizer. Like at okay. all. Okay. So you use, use it in lieu of a moisturizer. Yeah. So Okay. And if they're formula formulated correctly, like if you are like the lazy girl or guy and you don't want to put a ton of effort into your face, like you know, I don't believe in like 10 products. Like I believe that you get one or two that work really well and have everything that you need. So like the face oil, literally you could wash your face, which you have to do regardless, and then face oil and you could be done at night. You know, you could do wash your face, face oil and SPF in the day. And like ours are full of everything your skin needs. So vitamin A, B, C, D, and E. So all essential vitamins, all your um, fatty acids. So omega three, six, and nine, your phytonutrients, minerals, trace minerals. I mean, it's really a powerful product. Wow. So yeah, face oil how is did incredible. You, how did you decide the ingredients and what to put in oh it? Oh my gosh. So I knew I wanted to do algae, right? So that was like, I've always been very passionate about algae as an ingredient. I think both for like stuff that we eat, like ingestible. It's incredible. It's great for your digestive system. Spirulina is so great for your skin. I'm sure like we're right near Erwan. Like you've probably bought the $20, maybe you haven't, but the $20 um, green goddess. I know you. <laughs> oh, we love a, we love a good Erwan yeah. moment. Um, also good for your skin. So I, I knew that like I wanted to create algae. And so we had to find ingredients that were very synergistic with the algae. So I found Moringa in a Facebook, a BuzzFeed video, if I'm being entirely honest. And it was, you know, BuzzFeed videos are like, it's going to cure the world. Like, you know, it's such a flashy, like fast video. And it was like Moringa, 92 nutrients, 46 antioxidants, seven times the vitamin C of oranges, four times the beta carotene of carrots. It's going to solve world hunger. I'm like, why is this not in skincare? Wow. Is this terrible for your skin? Like, why is it, you know, is it, is it causing breakouts? Like, why aren't people using it? Brought it to my lab, and, like, it's incredible. It doesn't cause breakouts. It helps remove blackheads. It's non-comodiogenic, however you say that very complicated word. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just wonderful. Wow. wow yeah. That sounds amazing. It's okay, amazing. So I want to talk a little bit about this clean movement that's happening, which I think is so freaking awesome. I had this advice um, from this woman that I know, Leah Carpolani, she runs Shop Good in San Diego, which is an all-clean beauty store. Ooh, we gotta write that down. Oh Shop yeah, good. you have to go there. Okay. Oh, b- really good facials too. Um, and she gave me the advice. She said it's really overwhelming to jump into this fear and be like, I have to have everything clean. So she said, she told me, just the one time you run out of a product, replace it with a clean one. That's Wait till you run out idea. of the pro- product and then replace it with a clean one. So it's not like you're dropping, you know what I mean? Because it can be overwhelming. And skincare is so expensive. Mm-hmm. I mean, y- even if like there, there is a price point for everything, but unfortunately, like when you are going super clean and you are choosing organic ingredients, it's just there's a higher price tag that does come with that. That's why, you know, it's hard for mass brands to, to do clean. But, yeah, I think that's a really great – that's, like, actually the best advice I've ever heard. Because, yeah, yeah like, it does seem overwhelming. Like, you've got to get rid of all your makeup. And, like, I'm sure you have a lot of shit. I have – at least I do. I yes, so I'm a huge project stuff. junkie. I'm not 100% clean with my makeup. Okay. But I am 100% clean with my skincare. But I also don't wear that much makeup. So I feel like I can get away with it a little bit more. Even though I, I, I was at the Credo Beauty panel – 
and Summit recently, both of them. And I was talking to the women that work there. Amara is sold at Credo, by the mm. way. Um, they said the lipstick. Lips is where you should focus first because you're literally ingesting it. Mm. And wow. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, that makes so much sense. But lipsticks are actually the one thing that I would say are my dirtiest. Like, I still love, like, Charlotte Tilbury and Givenchy mm. and, like, all amazing, like, amazing colors. Yeah. Like, like, NARS, like... They're not clean brands. Yeah. So I'm trying slowly to switch out. Like I love Kosas for lipsticks mm. and um, Kaiser Weiss has amazing stuff. But it's just hard, you know. So yeah, I'm totally. assuming that Kylie Jenner is not No. No. Clean. I'm going to say a hard no on it's that. It's a hard yeah. no on it's that. Hard Got no. it. Yeah. Okay. But it might not be the dirtiest just because it is like a newer brand. So I think formulas are getting smarter and smarter. I say if you're launching a brand in like 2019, it's crazy if you're not launching a clean brand because mm. you really just have the, the chemist take it out and a lot of times you don't need it like those dirty ingredients like annie lawless launched yeah her, her great clean, clean beauty yeah. line at sephora it's so impressive and i haven't used many of her products but i've heard amazing things yeah it's all clean right yeah it's totally yeah clean. That's what I thought. so talk to us about oils and oily skin because i know that recently it's been debunked people were like scared of oils they were like why would i put more oil on my face i don't want it to produce oil but it's actually not true at all so tell us about the benefits of putting an oil on your skin even if you do have oily skin totally so like just how washing your hair every day makes your hair oilier because it's trying to make up for those natural oils that you've kind of taken away from your scalp your skin does the same thing so when you're actually delivering oil to oily skin it mimics the skin sebum so your skin is now not triggered to produce more because it doesn't feel like wow. it's been wiped away. I mean, our bodies are really smart. Our bodies are insanely calculated, and they know when they need to produce more. So if you're kind of keeping that layer, if you have oily skin, you'll actually notice less oil production over wow. time. Yeah, so basically everything that we were thinking is wrong. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like how they told us to like n- avoid fat in the 90s and only have sugar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where I was like drinking Slim Fast, di- like slim fast shakes. Oh my god! And gosh. like, no wonder I like struggle with you know weight issues as I get older. It was all sugar. I was only eating sugar yeah. for like I don't know. I also went on like the cookie diet and the froyo diet. The cookie the diet. Cookie diet. Yes, they sell the cookies that are like the cookie diet. Oh dear god! What? I, I think yeah. they may be gone now. Scout and but I did keto, and we are just for uh, forever done with diets. And keto's too challenging. I mean, it's the Atkin w- diet with a new name, but it wasn't that totally. hard to be honest. What? I just didn't lose any weight. Really? Yeah, it wasn't hard. It was just like, why are we wasting this time? <laughs> or like, why are I we doing much, all this? Yeah, I pretty much eat keto for the most part. Yeah, I just like love a sweet. Eat. I love sweets. I love sweets. That's, I love that, sweet. that was my biggest issue. But yeah. just like a little bit. But anyways. Anyways. Okay, so um, yeah. you were an entertainer, a TV mm-hmm. host, into digital media, and then you became an entrepreneur. So what's like the best piece of business advice you can give someone let's say they're listening they want to start their own company they want to start their own brand what would you say to them oh there's so much honestly but learn as you go don't ask for too much advice because people are so eager to tell you how to run your business you kind of have to do it intuitively you know I think that when you start anything new especially if it's going well there are so many people that want to tell you what you should do or where you should go or how you should run it but I think that like as an entrepreneur you have to know your brand and just like kind of feel it out and if it doesn't feel right like don't do it and uh google everything yeah that (laughs) is Maddie Maddie preaches googling all the time I've been on so many calls I remember the first time I was on call we hadn't manufactured my first product yet but like they had all the ingredients to manufacture it and he's like I just need you to send over the inky one more time and I'm like what the fuck is he talking about like inky mind you it's like the most common term in like beauty in the beauty world it's just right. like the ingredient list Got but it. like you know stuff like that where i'm like yeah yeah yeah. um and i'm like googling it talking on right. the phone so i just say like google everything like yeah. act like you know what you're talking about google everything absolutely that is really true about the too much advice like i think advice at a certain point does have a dimish- diminishing return like it if you if you get too many opinions at once, you're you're gonna lose focus on what you're you get self doubt, which right. I think is. But the I like I like hearing takeaways from people that have built their own stuff. Like I like how like I like it when someone can reflect on their entrepreneurial journey and be like, this is the one takeaway that I came across. Not necessarily like advice on how to run your business, right. but mm-hmm. more like this is what I learned. Oh my gosh, I learned that I don't know anything. Honestly, like it's every day. By the way, my business is still so new. Like I'm still so new on this journey that like I've only manufactured two products. So like every day I'm learning about something new right now. I'm going through Canada compliance, which is a Mm. bitch. I had to go through EU compliance for my products, which is, you know, they actually care about your life over there. (laughs) unlike the US. So, yeah, I mean, I guess the one takeaway is like be fearless. Mm hmm. 
Like, yeah. I don't know. You maybe just, have to, just like, like do it. S- yeah. And like also just sit with the fact that you might not know everything and yeah. that you're going to have to learn. Like, yeah, it's it's that is that is really true. OK, you said two products. What are the two? So I have I the one that I've told you guys about the, the universal oil. face oil. Right. They're both oils, actually. Okay. One is a universal face oil with algae and moringa. So that's the one that I've kind of talked about a bunch. It's kind of like, I call it a universal oil because that's literally what it is. I use it morning and night as a moisturizer. It can be used with like your makeup. You use like midday to like spruce up your your skin. Really, it works well with everything. It plays Mm -hmm. so nicely with others. And then I have an algae retinol face oil. Okay. Retinol is the next thing I'm adding to my list. So retinol, this is the reason why I wanted to create the skincare line. I've been using retinol for two decades. um, But I wanted to create it in an oil because retinol can be super drying. It can cause cracked, flaky skin, peeling. People have very adverse reactions to it. And you have to get through those bad things to get to the great benefits of retinol, which is, you know, synthesized vitamin A or plant-based vitamin A, whatever it is. Um, it's a f- derivative of vitamin A. And so I wanted to encapsulate it and put it in an oil and make it totally clean. Mm. And most retinol is stabilized with dirty ingredients like BHT, BHA, or parabens, which are all ingredients that are very, very dirty. Um, and no one had really done it in a clean way before, so we stripped all that out. Uh, we use non-GMO soybean oil to stabilize our retinol, and we put 1.2%, which is strong, if you've been looking at retinol, mm-hmm. in a fully natural blaze, uh, base. I'm pick- <laughs> I'm copying you. I can't say A fully natural base of uh, fermented green tea, evening primrose, and cannabis oil, hemp-derived cannabis oil. Okay, well, wow, it's this incredible product? to get in this on that. You guys oh it's incredible. God. shit. Yeah, so I've I've been using retinol, or I so hormonal acne issues have flared up for me in the past year and now i'm on a uh, on a retinol that my dermatologist gave me and yeah it's obviously making me like like peel and dry out like crazy and it's just i don't know because i like want to stick with it because it's like supposed to help well you got to try mara because i need to you can get the efficacy that's why i'm so passionate about retinol is like okay there are certain types of people i'm looking at you right now i don't think you're one of them that need the prescription strength retinol. Right. Right? You know, they need that over-the-counter retin-A. It's, you know, cystic acne, really crazy, you know, hormonal acne that, like, just flares up all the time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, anything that's super, um, like, crazy scars, like, Mm -hmm. really deep scars. Mm -hmm. Those are the times that you'd want to use something that's prescription. But for, you know, normal, everyday women who have, you know, breakouts, average breakouts, Mm -hmm. um, skin texture issues, any sort of, like, light scarring, regular retinol totally works. And Mara doesn't dry out your face, which is so Uh, nice. That's what I need. Also, oh it's this product. the it's number really one anti-aging like thing you can it do for your face, right? It is the only thing that we have clinically proven to fight wrinkles, crow's feet. I mean, it is yeah. the single-handedly best ingredient for aging, anti-aging like wow. that, that scientists have found. I mean, it's the most researched ingredient, too, for this way. I mean, mm-hmm. retinol is incredible for you. Not only does it do that, you know, acne, anti-aging, hyperpigmentation, um, any sort of scarring, pore size. It does. Oh, pore size. That's my next. That's what I've noticed. You know, <laughs> it's my next thing. The the Mara retinol, because I've been using, like, I've used every retinol, and not every, but, like, almost all of sure. the big brands. Yeah. Um, the Mara retinol really changed my, like, texture and pore size, because I had mm-hmm. my acne pretty under control. Also, I feel like you're, like, as women, like, our hormones change, and, like, you kind of, like, kind of deal with it every seven years. Mm-hmm. Like, something happens, and, like, your skin goes crazy again. I'm not true. in that right now. Yeah. So, it's mainly just, like, pore size and texture. Like, yeah. my skin feels, like, so much better now. Oh, you look like a porcelain doll. Really? I have no makeup on right now. I feel yeah, like... Yeah, you're glowing. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah girl. Yeah. We love glowy people. Yeah, glowy people with that's scrunchies. Our, that's our... Yeah, scrunchies and glowy are our and criteria. Jewish. Mads is, like, I need a Jewish scrunchy glowy girl. Yep. Have you used the slip silk scrunchies? No, but They're I want so to. They're so good. They're the best ones. I they need They have like the perfect to. amount of grip and like. Oh my god, we um we just interviewed Danielle who founded Facile. I don't know. If oh you yeah, know. of yes. course. I love Facile. Yeah, so she was wearing a silk scrunchie and I was like, "Is that the silk scrunchie?" She's like, "Yeah." Why She's so I've never heard of this. It's a pillowcase, but then they now oh, made yeah, a yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. scrunchie. Yeah, yeah. pillowcases and like headbands and all that good yeah. stuff. But all the good stuff. I usually I wear scrunchies, so silk <laughs> is like the new thing. It's also so good. For for your your face exactly. i mean it doesn't pull on your skin and your hair yeah I mean, my hair is like you know it's bright red but i dye it a lot so like i have to be careful and like those are really good totally we have like jew froze so like we <laughs> need the silk <laughs> so i live at dry bar that's uh, the moral of that the story moral of the story <laughs> your hair's so smooth right now though well my because i have such curly hair that it's really dry mm-hmm. so this i'm going to admit this on the podcast i haven't washed my hair in two weeks two weeks okay i feel like 
that's not good. Very not good. Yeah, because like that's it's the same skin on your scalp as on your face, really. So like, would you no, not wash your face curly, for two weeks? No, because curly hair, you're really only supposed to wash your hair one to two times a month. Really? A month? No, sorry, two to four times a month. You're with the curly hair I have, not you. The curly hair I have, which is like I just met a scalp doctor that insane really insane curly hair, like really bad, like crazy fro. Y- washing it dries it out so so much because curly hair is naturally so dry. Oh, totally. So I wash my hair one to two times, uh, like once one once a week or every two weeks. Yeah, I have heard though, and it makes a lot of sense that that whole idea of like not washing your hair to retain the moisture is actually drying it out more. I met with a scalp doctor today because I also scalp doctor. Yeah, he was incredible. I fr- he's got a very long name. He's from Denmark. Mm. I think his name is Lars. Mm. Um, but he talks about washing your hair every day because your scalp and your hair, like you need water to rehydrate your hair. So if you're drying it out for two weeks, it's going to be drier than ever. But w- no. do you mean like <laughs> what no. about just putting it under water and not shampoo conditioner? That yeah, I think it like getting it, like the wetness and like adding moisture back into it, like treating hair as. Like how you would treat your skin. Ooh. I don't know. I've been doing this for like recently. Cause I was like a once a week type of person before. I've noticed my hair getting a lot less dry. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. I can't afford to go to a dry bar. <laughs> You're like, well, you can more than okay. once a week. So. Oh my God. That's my cap. You can't blow dry your own hair. No, I can't. You know, I can't. It, would, it would take me three hours. Really? To she blow has dry. like crazy. No, I'll calls. show you a picture after. I want to see. Yeah, I'll show you. Yeah, it's been a running theme in our lives. The curly. But you have thick hair, yes. so that's nice. Eh, I have yeah. very thick hair. Yeah. Anyways, we have gone way off the charts. <laughs> um, okay, so back to the oils. Okay, so where can people find this? Okay, so right now in the U.S., we're at Credo Beauty. So all of the Great. Credo locations. We're at Space NK online and select Space NK stores. Um, if you're in California, we're at the Now Massage. There are a few locations. And Shen Beauty in New York. And then, I hate to say, like, you know, L.A., New York, and then the rest of the country. But in the middle, right. in, the, in the flyover states, I'm kidding. In the middle of the country, we're in a bunch of different boutiques. So, Amazing. like, smaller little apothecary. So you can always check on apothecary. our website. Apothecary. Apothecary. It's such a word. funny word. So but, yeah, we're in a, bunch of, um, in a bunch of stores throughout the U.S. So you can oh my God. We are going online. to get on that retinol. Yeah, I'm getting on that retinol tonight. I'll have to send it to you guys. It's really sure. incredible. It's, Amazing. like, it's, it, I think, like, I love the universal face oil, but the retinol was definitely my best work. Yeah. Oh my I god, it sounds like yeah, it sounds like good. a miracle product. Yeah. It really does. It saves lives now. <laughs> it saves skin. It saves skin. It saves skin lives. Um okay, tell everyone where they can find Mara online and yeah, follow so, you. Uh www.themarabeauty.com. Mm. And then our handle's the Mara Beauty. There's a the and everything cuz there was already a Mara Beauty. And bitches. Yeah, yeah it was bitches. You couldn't get it. I mean, I'm still it? trying, but now like the the is kind it's of like kind of it's part of it now. Like, I it's love part it. of it. I'm kind of into it, so yeah, like, it's fine. Aww. But yeah, the Mara Beauty, Aww. and yeah, check us out at one of the clean stores like Credo. Yes, Yay. you can find us at at OKSIS Podcast. And if you liked this episode, feel free to rate, subscribe, and review. Goodbye, sisters. Love you. Bye. Hey there, I'm Dr. Tracy Dalglish, clinical psychologist and couples therapist. If there's one thing I know from both my personal and clinical experience, it's that we are really good at comparing ourselves to others. We tend to get stuck in the unhelpful narratives that play on repeat in our minds, and we struggle to set boundaries and create healthy love. Each week, I bring you clinical knowledge and evidence-based research, experiences of sitting in the therapist chair, and being a wife, mother, and business owner to talk about everyday issues we all face to help you change the dialogue in your life. Tune in every Thursday to I'm Not Your Shrink wherever you listen to podcasts. While I'm not your shrink, I am still human and I'm excited for us to be in our vulnerability and humanness together. 